Hey everyone, we're the Book Mix Society. I'm Alondra. I'm Shay. I'm Amal. And I'm Virginia. And this is the Mom Book Club. Hey bitches, welcome back to another episode of the Book Big Society. In this episode, we're going to twist it up a little and do a drum roll, please. Trope <laughs> competition. We've lined up 12 popular tropes and we're going to debate, argue, and bully each other into agreeing until the best trope wins. Spoiler alert, there's some sad bitches in this mom book club, so if it causes pain and emotional damage, it's probably going to get to the final. First, <laughs> we're going to narrow down the list of the 12 tropes to six, and then we're going to, we're going to get to the best part, the final three. And that's when the real arguing starts, I'm going to think. Um, and just because there's four of us and two people here are very sad people who are probably going to want to vote for Death Trope all the way through, uh, <coughs> Amon Shay, if we get any t- any ties to two out of four votes, we're just going to do a rock, paper, scissors, do it the old-fashioned way, and because this is a podcast, we'll narrate who wins. It's probably going to be me. I'm a master of rock, paper, scissors. Or, <laughs> or. Anyways, <laughs> before we start, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say the list of the 12 tropes. And then I was thinking each of each one of us could go through and say what we want to win. So the first two tropes are best friend's brother or brother's best friend. Then there's marriage of convenience or forbidden marriage slash rival marriage. Then there's marriage in crisis versus second chance romance slash access to lovers. Then there's workplace workplace rivals or fake dating. Then there's secret hidden secret slash hidden baby or suddenly parents. And then there's death trope or right person wrong time. Personally, I want right person wrong time marriage in crisis, and second chance romance to win. What about you, Virginia? I think I'm going to not have like the same things as you guys, like for sure. <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to go with marriage of convenience, um, best friend, brother's best friend, and, right. and, 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 oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. You know what? No, I don't, because I know some, I know some people are going to be rooting for the dead trope and I like it, but I don't know if I want it to win. And second chance romance. Those are my three. Sorry. That was long. <laughs> what about you, Amal? Um, oh, oh, um, marriage in crisis, death trope, and I kind of forbidden marriage. Forbidden what marriage. about you, Jay? I'm, I'm having a really hard time narrowing it down. Um, I think I'm going to go with secret hidden baby. I did not see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> um, death trope. I saw that coming. <laughs> and I'm having a really hard time choosing between marriage of convenience or marriage in crisis or second chance romance. But I think I think I'm gonna go with marriage in crisis. Nice. So, all, right. all the way. <laughs> I guess we'll see who wins. Uh, so first off, best friend's brother, as in. Jules and Josh from Twisted Hate or Brother's Best Friend as an Ava and Alex in Twisted Love. I just want to say go Miss Anna Huang with the tropes. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that's hard. I think I'll go with Brother's Best Friend because there's always like, I don't know, I like it when the, like the, um, the older brother is kind of an asshole about the whole thing and there's angst because you have to hide it because like the friendship. I, I, I don't know. I feel like there's more angst with the brother's best friend than the friend's brother. Wait, the best friend's brother. <laughs> yeah, I feel maybe it's the misogyny, but I feel like brothers can just be so overprotective yeah. that it causes that extra angst in the drama when it's brother's best friend. Um, yeah. What I think about I'm our brother's enemy. Oh. Oh. 
brother's enemy. See, I think I'm gonna go with brother's best friend slash brother's whatever, like whatever it is on the brother's side. <laughs> um, I do like best friend's brother, but I'm also, I don't know. I feel like I'd be like, oh, no, it's about the best friend. Like, don't, I don't know. When I was reading Josh and Jules, I wanted a more Ava. So I feel like I get focused on the best friend rather than the love people. So I think my vote is for a brother's best friend or brother's enemy or whatever. I will say that as an only child, I do, I do really enjoy brother's best friend because I like seeing the dynamics of the brother and sister as well as the developing relationship of the best friend and the sister or who, however those dynamics play out. So I do like brother's best friend better because you get two different kinds of, at least in terms of like the Twisted series, I think we got more dynamics with Alex and Ava because yeah. we didn't really see Ava and Jules interact all that much um, or Josh and Ava either so I I think I like the dynamics with brother's best friend better yeah I like brother's best friend it has to be older brother too yeah I don't I don't know that I've ever read one that's younger brother yeah you're really quiet them all that better yeah there we go I feel like I should have picked it loud um quieter because I'm sure I'm gonna get more amped up (laughs) (laughs) the really angsty stuff (laughs) did we all i think we all agreed yeah we all agree with brother's best friend wow look Mm -hmm. at us let's see how far i'll get though because then it's (laughs) we'll see and then we get rowdy yeah then we have marriage of convenience think um sophie lark's brutal prince calaminata i know that's also like forced marriage but i'm thinking just more the families united because you know mafia stuff or forbidden marriage slash rival family. So in this one, I was thinking um, an author, I'm not going to name is The Darkest Temptation, where there's kidnapping and then they fall in love and then they're not supposed to be together because they're rivals. Or Sophie Lorik, Simone and Dante, where they're from like different classes, different, you know. Like the family is against writing. it? Is yes. That, is that what you mean no. by it? Okay. Kind of yeah. Like so it's like the, yeah. Thinking Romeo and Juliet, the families are against it or just kind of the world is against it. So are you guys in marriage of convenience or forbidden marriage slash rivals? Rival See, I, I like enemies to lovers, marriage of con- like <laughs> together. Because I want I, I like when they don't like each other at the beginning, but it, they're forced to be married. So I, I think I'll go with marriage of convenience. Because that, that, that's marriage of convenience, right? Yeah, I think you're really going to like Brutal Prince by Sophie Lark. Oh, yeah. 100%. Which we plan to make a podcast on. I guys. can't wait. You have to bully Virginia into reading them. So it, is, it is on my list. I actually started a book this month. so You have like 400 books on your list. Yeah, but I actually have it on my top. It's my number two list. <laughs> like if you ever are wondering how many books Virginia has, go look at her TikTok. <laughs> oh my gosh, so many. <laughs> and that was just a recent book call. It's right, not even all of March. it. <laughs> um, I'm going to actually change my original answer when I said that I want uh, Forbidden Marriage to win. I actually want Marriage of Convenience to win. Because you get angst in that because, you know, one person always falls in love first or is in denial. So it's always like, oh, it's not going to be love. It's strictly for whatever, for me to get my money or for me to be safe or whatever. And so another I, good I'm going to pick marriage of convenience. <laughs> yeah, another good example for that is uh, Iris and Declan from the Dreamland yeah. Billionaires. Yeah. So I, I also am going to go with marriage of convenience. 
Are we surprised? No. Um, Cause I absolutely loved Brutal Prince, but I also like the angst in it because all through a lot of it, you have one of the characters questioning if the love is unrequited, but if it's just like, you know what I mean? So I, I like, I'm, I'm going to go with marriage of convenience. Yeah. Is that all of you for marriage of convenience? Yeah, are you what are, are you? Well, now I feel like I should just go with the generic <laughs> so we argue a little bit. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say marriage of convenience because I love like Iris Declan, Callum, Ada, um, and I also really like the darkest temptation, but I'm not gonna talk about it too much because you know. Um <laughs> but I, I also feel like there's angst in forbidden marriage, but at the same time, I'm not gonna choose it because there's always that like are you gonna choose your family or are you gonna choose me like the love interest it's like external angst from yeah. other people I like internal, internal. between yeah. the two and yeah. then I'm I'm just not the biggest fan of like choose me or choose them and that's always kind of what it comes down to in forbidden marriage like either abandon your whole family or choose me mm-hmm. um and I'm just not the biggest fan of that because I don't think I could choose I love my family and it's <laughs> like I know my mom my dad my dog like do I have to leave my dog for you it's a fa- what if it's a family dog oh yeah that's a, like if someone asks you to like choose between them and your dog like they're automatically nope. eliminated I'm like, choosing my dog that? exactly like, what do they don't want you to choose it's just the circumstances like your family is gonna kill him but you love him so you either stay with your family <laughs> and your dog or you go with the love of your life I'm not gonna and sacrifice that us to right person wrong time <laughs> <laughs> uh so god guys where is our angst we're supposed to be arguing it's gonna come later i think the (laughs) next one is gonna be harder though yeah so in this round marriage of convenience no one saw that we all saw that (laughs) (laughs) then we have marriage in crisis oh my god there's so many good examples for this um there's you deserve each other which is technically an engagement in crisis but still amazing it counts there's uh love her lose her by um tessa bailey also so good the smut in that is so good. There's Coho's Are You Perfect? So good. Um, but I know Ma recently read one and it was in her wrap up last year. Yeah, it's uh, Ever ever After Always by Chloe Leese, which is part of the Bergman series. That yeah. was also a marriage. So many good ones. Or there's Second Chance slash Access to Lovers, which also has so many good ones. I know me and Shay are obsessed with Love in Other Words. And that mm-hmm. one is like definitely Second Chance. So what would you guys choose? I'm going to let you guys go first because I'm hesitating. So like sell me on it before I make choice. Because I feel both of them are, have so much angst. And if well done, they have like so much potential. Yeah, uh, I'll go first. I went last last time. I think I'm going to go with marriage in crisis. There's, oh, I don't know. I was going to say there's usually more history there. But in second chance, there's always history there too. I don't know. Ah! <laughs> it's hard. It is. And it's... Uh... They're so similar that, you know, sometimes there's overlapping, but that's why I, that's why I chose these because I want us to have to choose. See, the uh, thing is that I find that uh, well, it depends. I think I'm going to go with second second chance romance. I like how you said you wanted us to convince you. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm leaning, leaning towards. But if you guys convince them, I would be able to change. Why second chance? I don't know. I feel like people, I honestly... it's just hard to choose because honestly the deciding factor for me like in any book would be if there's no cheating like if the marriage is in crisis because there was some cheating happened 
I just, I can't with that. It's yeah, but what thing. if second chance is also cheating? That's, See, that's the thing, because both of them could have some cheating in it. And I'm like, Ugh. but at the same time, I feel like second chance romance, people have time to work through stuff. So, but maybe that but that would be more angst in marriage in crisis because you see them working through the stuff and be like, they really want to stay. I'm like, with are you me. trying to convince think, yourself? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I want. I think a good way to look at it is second chance romance is like you're working alone, like you're working on yourself alone because you separate and you like work on your own shit alone and you're no longer in that relationship. Whereas in marriage in crisis, you're working on it together, so you're working on it with someone else, and that. You're also working on yourself, but it's like you're working with someone else towards, you know, the goal of you being together and, you know, rekindling what you had. Whereas second chance is like you had it, you ended it, you lived your life, you grew, you learned, and then you just happen to find your way back to each other. Um, I'm so stressed right now. (laughs) (laughs) I keep looking at my bookshelf because I have uh, love in other words and you deserve each other and I'm just staring at my bookshelf trying <laughs> to decide <laughs> which one and I I think and I don't know if it's because you deserve each other is more of a recent read so I'm kind of more in the vibe of marriage in crisis or engagement in crisis whatever relationship in crisis mm-hmm. um, but I think I'm gonna go with marriage in crisis only because I think the angst of them being trapped together while trying to work through their shit is like it at least for right now it's serving for me because they can't like just go their separate ways and work on themselves I think the angst is like more because they're wanting to like fight being vulnerable with each other but then at the same time they have to be vulnerable with each other to make things work mm-hmm. um because like I read again by JL Seegers which is a marriage redemption second chance romance and it was really good and the angst was really good but I think the angst with you deserve each other and the fact that like they had to communicate was like I don't know it just it hit for me there's also the angst that comes with like an American crisis where maybe one of them is ready to give up another one's yeah. like do not give up on us the way it was with Naomi and Nicholas and yeah you deserve each no, other I want to read you deserve each other it's so you good. need it's to good. it's yeah. so good I think I'm going to go with marriage in crisis as well, just because the angst of like, it, it's like we talked about in marriage of convenience where one, per- one person's all in and the other person's a little bit like, I'm scared. And, you know, what if I get hurt again? Things like that. And that yeah. is so good. Not honestly, I, I still really love second chance just because there's, I don't know, sometimes I think the reason I'm not choosing second chance is because it's almost like two separate love stories mm. where there's yeah. like the before them and the new them. And I just want the angst of those of them. I also think that I also think that both tropes off usually have some sort of miscommunication in them. But I think the miscommunication in marriage in crisis often is executed better than with second chance romance, at least in my opinion. So yeah, I, I'm a miscommunication yeah. girly. So, but it depends. The so second chance romance can also be like the one that got away that. Like just, it wasn't I think that's that more right person, wrong time. But wouldn't it be like a second chance romance if you guys like meet up again and now? Oh, I know, was- yeah. I I want to say I know I put right person, wrong time, but because it's going against that trope, I put a little like asterisk on it, so it's right person, wrong time, but it it ends like oh, okay. there is no happy ending because in death trope there's no happy ending. Okay. So right person, wrong time, 
and it's left at right person. So basically, gotcha. we're waiting on a mall to see if there's a tie or not. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing I don't like about Second Chance is that sometimes you, I feel like I miss out on the angst of like when they broke up. Um, because usually that's done in like flashbacks or just like an explanation. It's not really like you don't see it happen in the moment. The le- yeah, you don't see like the lead up to the breakup. You at least not that? often, unless if the couple has a couple books, like the series is about them. But Marriage and Crisis, you get like a firsthand thing. And I was going to say, just like how Shay said, Marriage of Convenience with the miscommunication trope is like top tier angst. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now what I'm thinking oh. about is that I some, I really love books that have that dual timeline because I'm always just waiting for them to kind of converge and it to get to that point. And that's always in second chance. And I'm like, good. Do I change my vote? Yeah. So we I mean, have a all your perfects did that, but it didn't like meet up. It was just happy them and then sad them. So it wasn't like yeah. there those timelines ever met up. So, but for, um, I'm thinking like love in other words, where it's like younger version of them till the very end, and then you're simultaneously reading the future them. And you're trying to figure out where it went wrong, mm-hmm. and that like kind of mystery of what happened is also. Like that is that kind of it can be in American Crisis, but I think it's less common. I think the- Second Chance Romance is more sad versus Marriage in Crisis is more angst. Yeah. That makes sense. So like, I don't know. I like angst better than sad, which I know doesn't make sense. But like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. All right. So I'm, I don't know. I'm sick. I can't change my mind. I'm sick with Marriage in Crisis. Okay. <laughs> I go back and forth all day. <laughs> Amma, what are you voting for? Um, silence <laughs> that awkward silence only for like 15 minutes it's <laughs> because i'm like staring at the at the prompts so i'm like virginia what do you go with i'm gonna go with second chance romance because okay. yeah we're one yeah. one because otherwise i'm gonna let shay convince me otherwise because i feel <laughs> like she she just explained it so well but i'm like no i'm gonna stick with second chance romance. i'm also gonna go with marriage in crisis because i guess i know it's maybe not like the best of me to say but I guess love when they grow together instead of alone like yeah I know yeah. it's a little bit codependent but I love that <laughs> so I'm gonna go with as if Christ. we're not the most codependent group I've ever been <laughs> I know Ooh, deciding Amal, vote. we're two to three two to one Am- Amal has too much power right now <laughs> don't play some background music yeah go for um I'm going to pick Marriage and Crisis just because that's the most recent one I've read in the two tropes. And that's what's fresh in my mind right now. So you save the listeners from an awkward, uh, awkward. <laughs> more silence. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Marriage and Crisis wins. Not that you're wrong, Virginia, but you're wrong. Um, <laughs> <we> have, I'll <laughs> accept it. <laughs> then we have Workplace Rivals or Fake Dating. Both of these tropes are actually in the Spanish Love Deception with Aaron and Lena. And there's also for fake dating a really popular book, The Love Hypothesis. So what would what do you up? I'll go first. I think for me, I like fake dating with miscommunication. Because <laughs> <laughs> then that you get angst. But if I'm looking for like a fun read also, like because I, I the only reason I don't like workplace rivals because I find sometimes like the pranks get a little too out of hand and sometimes I just don't think they're funny. So instead of me hating a book, I I just rather not read about that. I like fake better. I am also going to go with fake dating again, just because there's that uh, like angst that comes with someone being like, are we even faking it anymore? And the other person like just not knowing where they stand. One person has to take the leap and just say like, this doesn't feel fake to me anymore. Um, Yeah. 
I'll also go with fake dating for the exact same reasons. Because like it's when one person thinks that the other one is faking. It. Well, both think the other one is faking, but they don't know if they're like their their feelings are re- reciprocated. Oh my god, how do you say that word? Reciprocated. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> and and they're like, oh no, they're only doing it because we made an arrangement for it, and it's supposed to end, and we're gonna just so yeah. I like I like fake dating. Now I almost want to say work really sharp, but it's not going to get me anywhere, but <laughs> I am going to stay with fake dating because I just, I can't get behind workplace rivals. And I think that's why I'm actually hesitating on reading the hating game because I just, I can't get into the headspace of being at war with a coworker. Cause like work is already so stressful. Why would I want to make it more stressful by being at odds with a coworker? It just like something about it gives me the ick. I don't know why, but I yeah, fake dating. See the it's only kind of rival- like marriage of convenience, where it's like yeah, they have that uh feeling of like is this love unrequited or whatever, or like was this kiss real or was it just for show? And like there's a lot of angst in there, and yeah, I can't get behind workplace rivals. I think the only rivals I've enjoyed, and it's not even it's not even work rivals, like more like academia rivals would be like Rose and Connor from yeah. the Holloway sisters. Like those are the only ones that really work for me. For some reason, academic rivals is fine with me, but like workplace for some reason isn't. I don't know why. Because really the only have like, any of you read of the hating game by um have not watched the movie either. <laughs> That's <laughs> why I'm hesitating. Waiting. I've been waiting for you guys to watch the movie. <laughs> That's why I've been hesitating on reading it because I don't know if I can get behind workplace rivals. I have it, but yeah, it's really good. There's some things I would change, like some words that were used. Yeah, um, but I remember when I read it, I was all giddy about it. There's like cute yeah. scenes that like, brings her flowers, and then she's like, she thinks someone else took her flowers, so she's telling him how the guy she's seeing gave her flowers, and he's like, "What the fuck?" Because <laughs> he gave her the flowers. Um, so there's some really cute things yeah. there. Did you? I mean, like, I haven't read it. I know we were going to all read it and then watch the movie together. And then you're the only one who read it. (laughs) Like the Spanish love deception is like good. And it has some like good workplace moments. But I didn't even really like it all that much until after they had left. Mm. So yeah. I don't know. Every time someone talks about the Spanish love deception, I think about that thing Amal told us where the entire the thing wedding didn't even wedding. happen. <laughs> and then we don't even get to see the wedding. I think about that all the time. Every time I see it yeah. on like Instagram or something, I so badly want to comment like they didn't even get to the wedding. Yeah. <laughs> I also think that with fake dating, there's often more the use of um, one bed trope because yeah. like, you go somewhere and then they can only have one bed. Yeah. I love that trope. Um, Amal, did you vote? Yeah, uh, yeah, she said was the first dating. one I did fake dating. Uh, I think fake dating one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> unanimous. Uh, for the next tropes, I don't actually have any examples that aren't very spoilery, and I know that we all talked about it, and we're like, no, it's part of this. It's part of the you know the big reveal type of thing. But it's secret slash hidden baby or suddenly parent. Uh, for suddenly parents, I don't think I've ever read a book like that. I've watched a lot of movies. Um, but what do you guys? Oh. There's what a do you book mean I by wish I could remember the parents. name. Like they um, inherit babe, like they get custody okay. of somebody's kids who like passed away or something like that. Okay, okay. That makes sense. Uh, and there's a book and I wish I could remember the name. It'll come to me eventually, maybe. I know Wait for It by Mariana Zapata is uh she becomes oh, a parent, yeah. but it's yeah. not him. But there's also the angst of it just being like 
you inherited the parents. Oh. And then there's also things we never got over where it's like only, and it's another thing where she be, she became a suddenly parent and he didn't, Knox didn't. Um, but it's still that like you're you're juggling becoming a parent suddenly and that kind of romantic interest of someone that wants to help you but doesn't have to help you type of thing. Um, yeah. Her secret hidden baby is like, she got pregnant, then left for whatever reason. And then years later, he finds out or they find out that they had a baby. And then it's like, ah, oh, fuck. Uh, no spoiler. Okay, slight spoiler. If you haven't read, <laughs> if you haven't read The Confidence of Wildflowers, stop here. Pause. Five, four, three, two, one. All right. The Resurrection of Wildflowers is a hidden baby. Oh, wait. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know the- well, I knew that. I haven't read the book yet. But oh, yeah. I knew I knew by the end of the first one she was pregnant. Yeah. Um, but if you but guys if you have guys any have recommendations or the listeners, let us know. Uh, we love we love the angst that comes from that. I have a secret hidden baby recommendation, which is the deciding factor of why I will choose this trope because it includes um, this book. Actually, is like one of my favorites, um, and it's called. Um, what's it called? Oh, Before We Were Strangers by Renee Carlino. It has secret hidden baby trope, um, but it's a second chance romance. So it's friends to lovers, strangers to friends. Um, and it's really good. I really like it. And it is the reason why I'm going to. I feel like if it was a TV show, I would go with Suddenly Parents because I have so many examples of it. And on TV shows, it would take like it would work better. In books, I don't know, because I also the thing that would make me vote vote against hidden baby would be like you don't you don't tell the other person about the baby well usually because like i don't i don't see the guy knowing and the girl the woman not knowing that there's a baby Um, if there's like a third party involved after the time jump or something like the baby is born and like they know that they have there's another parent i just it's too much angst for me and also i think i get I'm a very possessive character, like of the characters I like. So if I like the character that does not know that there's a kid involved, I think I would hate the other one. Yeah, I think for me, the hidden baby one, um, it has to be like the circumstances has to be right. It has to be that she left and then found out she was pregnant, not that she intentionally hid it. Because then it makes me like the characters less because it just feels like nothing can be that bad that you can't tell another person that you're what if it's what if like the what if the guy wasn't something like mafia or motorcycle gang or like things like that where just his lifestyle isn't made for you when she got together with the guy well well, yeah because well i don't want never mind i'm not gonna spoil it for virginia i almost did (laughs) yeah that's what i was thinking about okay i could get behind the whole protection kind of thing but also then it brings me back to the part like if you leave because you want to protect your child so then you're gonna try to find like some kind of perfect it's that kind of parent that fits into your lifestyle i just I don't know. I think it's also robbing the chance of the other parent to be like, you know what? Maybe I also want to leave my lifestyle because I'd rather choose my kid. Yeah, and I and almost always when it's like you're leaving the mafia or whatever to protect the child, chances are someone's going to find out that child exists and that child will be in more danger yeah. away from the dad than it would have been with the dad there. But I know that just create. That's just. I mean, it's just a story, so it it's to move the story forward. But um, I just. I can't. 
when I think I, they I, intentionally yeah. it's different when they leave and then they find out or they were forced to leave like that mm-hmm. those are two different things mm-hmm. but when they intentionally leave for whatever reason not even telling the person or um or especially when they leave and don't tell the person they're leaving, they just like up and leave. That also makes me mad. Okay, but... so what if they leave, like say they break up and it's a bad breakup or it's painful or whatever. And then later th- she finds out that she's pregnant. Yeah, so when if she has already left and she finds out that she's pregnant, that's different because she's already okay. gone. But I think when she's pregnant and she's still there and the guy's still there and she then leaves, that's what makes me mad. I, I, I still and, think oh, okay. the difference because if she has a way to contact the guy, if even if they had a bad breakup, not telling him would feel like vengeance to uh, I, I, I I wouldn't I don't I mean I personally see it that way, mm. but I can understand why you would. Uh, for me, it's more of not necessarily a vengeance, but it's more of a selfish act of like her not wanting to go back to someone who possibly like hurt her emotionally because of the breakup or she wants to I don't know, but I, well, I don't maybe really she was the vengeance. asshole in the breakup. But yeah, no, I just I think for me work if she leaves she doesn't she can't have a way of contacting the father because otherwise it feels like i don't know like i'll accept it in that way because that that makes it more angst like she tried and he's the asshole that's why he doesn't know i also think that because authors don't put in like time like what time era it is then it's kind of acceptable that maybe she didn't have his number or maybe she didn't have a way of contacting him if she's already left and found out she's pregnant um like that I feel like is more forgivable for me but it's just when um when like she when finds she's out she's still there and chooses and to leave. yeah she leaves with before she starts showing type of thing that, that it just gives me yeah it just makes me mad and I even though I don't want to a part of me just dislikes the character more when that happens what if when she's it's like forced? voluntary but if it's forced like it's in, not her fault yeah so when it's forced that she has to leave like her parents or if she's part of the mafia or whatever like they force her to leave then that's for me personally is different mm-hmm. and I'm okay. I'm like, I can overlook that. I'll look, yeah. Like I'll accept it if it's like angst reading the way she had to leave and why she had to leave and couldn't tell him. If it's just her not wanting to tell him because for X reason and she just, she just doesn't want to have the confrontation. It just feels more cowardly, which I, I've never been in that position. So I can, I like, I shouldn't, I shouldn't be judging. Yeah. Still, and I also think I, I want the angst if that's going to happen. I also think it depends on how the book is structured. So if it's like one book and you know it's going to be resolved pretty quickly because you have to finish the book uh, or if it's a series. So that also kind of depends on how much angst you're going to get and how they would get together or how much of a time jump it is when they come back to each other. So I think that also plays a factor for me. But um, all that to say, I still don't know what I would pick. (laughs) I I wonder... (laughs) I was going to say, I think I'm the only one that is actually like set on a I'm set, baby. I'm set on uh, Suddenly Parents just because I really like uh, things we never got over. And I'm not thinking of, of it as like a romance trope as much as like the one person and then romance comes with it. Um, so I think I'm set on Suddenly Parents because like they were saying, it's really hard for me to forgive the person. Even when it's like forced, like you should have talked about it could have helped you so i think i'm gonna go with suddenly suddenly parent you have yours virginia uh don't wait for her no i'm gonna wait for her <laughs> well, <I had> them all. <laughs> uh, 
Ugh, all I can think about in um, Suddenly Parents is Knocked Up. <laughs> yeah. Wait, not Knocked Up, one. sorry. I, um, for the life of me, wish I could figure out what book it was. Oh, you know what? I, I, I think I'll go with Suddenly Parents if they somehow do it like the older sibling has custody of his younger siblings because the parents died and then they have to handle all of that I think uh, I think I'll get I, I could get behind that because then it's like family dynamics which I really like and like the angst of having to lose parents and having to live up to their parents and stuff so which I'm making up a whole story right now but it's gonna no I, you said that parents. and all I could think about in my head was a fanfic that I read where this the girl's like parents die and she gets custody of her five younger siblings and then she hires a nanny who is the uh the main love interest what book is this it's not a book it's a fanfic it's a oh. lark fanfic oh, i, I don't know if you've that. read it but it's like clark's oh, she, parents when, died and, oh, then then and then bellamy yeah. is the nanny who comes and helps yeah five kids i love i mm-hmm. loved that one yeah that that's the that's the one i i mean i guess if you were talking about suddenly parents like that's the only one i can think of so i'm gonna choose hidden baby only if it was a, a forced thing okay so we've got two we're, hidden baby did we wait, have the, a tie we're, yeah we have a tie <laughs> so me and virginia for suddenly parents and amon and shay for hidden baby each each person choose one person to rock paper scissors small <laughs> <laughs> okay i don't, don't want to go against alondra because apparently i'm gonna choose myself because i want to go against them all <laughs> it's the fight okay. of the a's what if her wi-fi is faster than mine and she knows what i'm gonna do before i do <laughs> it just froze, it froze just... It right now <laughs> i actually <laughs> like that <laughs> i actually like how she froze i did too <laughs> <laughs> you froze underwater when I did paper. Okay. So, <laughs> no. Are we doing one out of three? I mean, one out of one or two out of three? I say one out of one. One okay. out of one. Let the fates decide. Rock, paper, scissors, go? Or- yeah. yeah. Rock, paper. Scissors. You're going so slow. Rock, paper, scissors. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> Wait, what did you do? Oh, you both did scissors. Both scissors. Both scissors. <laughs> okay. Rock, paper, scissors. Oh, uh, she won. I won. Yeah. I got um, uh, scissors to her paper. Our first round, we both did scissors. And then she cheated and did scissors. And I did paper. <laughs> so, so hidden child went or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then lastly, we have death trope. Uh, I don't know if this is spoilery, so I don't want to see the books. All right, I'll say it. <laughs> All in <laughs> um, is Death Trope. And I also know A Thousand Boy Kisses is Death Trope, I believe. I haven't read A Thousand Boy Kisses. Or so is, um, right, underneath the sycamore, sycamore tree, tree is also death. Or Right Person, Wrong Time. But I'm putting a little, a little caveat um, <laughs> because Death Trope isn't, you know, they don't end up together. Right Person, Wrong Time, they also don't end up together. So it's Right Person, Wrong Time, then there is never a right time. Um, and I don't have any examples for that, but. I feel I think often me- in books it's the parents that have like yeah. Um, I would consider it's not a romance book, but the romance trope in it. I would consider Daisy Jones to be right person, wrong time. Oh yeah, because they're not together at the end, even though there is some alluding to go find him or her, whoever. Um, they don't end up together at the end of the book, so I would consider that one right person, wrong time. 
um i'm trying to think i i feel like the there's right another person one. around time would be like you're in love with someone but you can never be with them like that's what yeah. we're looking at yeah so like i mean it could saying. technically be like um in a simple wild but because the yeah so i was Which, it's like um the simple wild or our uh, our voice the parents maybe like you get married to someone because you're pregnant and then you meet someone and you um regretting you as well except for okay. well never mind it they get a happily ever after but yeah that, but imagine it wasn't happily ever after yeah um but i don't know that i would and i, I don't know like if we're gonna you... do a podcast episode on this but i don't know if i would consider the simple wild right person wrong time i would have made a choice survived. to leave we're talking about the parents here just to clarify not telling jonah yeah because she made a choice to leave rather than circumstances pulled them apart <laughs> i, I do want like... to do a podcast episode on this because i think it yeah be so good for us to discuss <laughs> the parents and like yeah who was kind of in the right and wrong you know there was a right and wrong but that is a kind of good example depending on how you see it yeah i think yeah. Right person wrong time would also be very pro- prominent in historical fiction because usually like well they also have like the forbidden kind of thing if the girl gets pregnant she has to marry for convenience and often not for love um i don't have a i don't have a book in mind right now well because the only ones i actually have would be let's say because it's not a room like every book i have in mind it's not a romance book because that's i think it's okay as long as there's like romance subplot well there's not really like le comte de monte cristo okay like the guy she's in love with him but he gets accused of something he goes to prison and when he comes back like he's just set on vengeance and mm-hmm. like in the movie the american one they did like a happy leave ever after but in the book he's so set on vengeance and she's like she's still in love with him but he's like no you married my enemy so i don't care about you anymore oh yeah kind of thing but like she did it for her own survival because he wasn't and the times were not forgiven by him. um i'm gonna Oh, I don't know. They're both hurt. I was going to say, I'm going to go with the right person wrong time because it hurts less, but that's a lie. I almost think that one hurts more because you know that they're both out there. And they could be happy. Yeah. yeah, and potentially falling in love with other people. And I'm just too possessive for them to fall in love again. No. I'd rather they die. Both of them? Because if someone else is, if yes. one of them dies, the other one can fall in love again. We have talked about this and maybe we'll do a podcast <laughs> on Awe and Full Tilt. Oh, we're gonna. We're gonna. I want to duke it out over this. <laughs> I also realized I said all in was death trope, but it's full tilt. That's all death trope. Right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, See, I get what you're saying from Malondra, but also I'm, I'm like... Yeah, I think I'm gonna go with death trope just because I don't like the idea of them both being alive and just going on and falling in love again. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> one of them dies and another one mourns for the rest of their life. Alone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and celibate exactly hands <laughs> yeah I'm gonna choose death trope as well sorry yeah. that was loud it was really not loud felt like it was loud to me but um I'm gonna choose death trope just because um like the lo- end of the book gets real sad and that's like my bread and butter so ugh, trope all the way and now all I can think about is that all the books I read that are death trope and give me sad <laughs> are you really hesitating Shay I'm surprised yes because because with right person wrong time like Alondra said they're out there so like the angst is there like because you're constantly wondering like what they're up to are they thinking about you too or 
are they happy with somebody else or all these different things going through your head. But with death trope, you have the person's memory lingering over you and you're constantly wondering if you're making them proud. So it's very, I, this is, I'm stressed. Um, Virginia, you can go. <laughs> I am having trouble because I'm kind of standing with Alondra's argument where I'm way too possessive. And I'm like, if he dies or her, if she dies, the other one has to stay single celibate for the rest of his life because I will not accept them moving on. But also when I read something and they're, they have mourned, but I don't know the other one. Like, I don't mind them moving on. So maybe I'm not that, anyway, like I'm, I'm, I'm um, straying away from the question, but the wrong, wrong person, no, wrong time, right, right person thing. It's, I don't know. I feel like there, it would be m- more angsty. And I don't know if I could handle reading that, knowing that may, if maybe, because it's got to be things out of their control that makes them not be together or maybe them just being idiots. And that would be so frustrating. Oh. Uh, but also dead tro- I, I think I only read two books that are dead tropes because you guys hate me <laughs> and I cried so much. And uh, I think it's, I think I'll go with death tropes for the simple reason that, but being the ones being alive is hard. To- oh, wait, let me, give me one, a few seconds. Not so easy, is it? Because <laughs> basically it would be like the one that got away against like the one that died. <laughs> The one that the one that got a little too far away. <laughs> uh, it depends where the book ends. If I don't need well, the to... book would end with them not being together for. But like if they if it ends when they because I think if I don't need to know the rest like they that they moved on I can in my mind I can get, still have hope that somehow like even if the book ends when they go their separate ways in my mind I can have, have hope that somehow they'll reunite. But if someone is dead they take that hope away from me like even in my mind even I'm not that like my imagination is not that good so I'll go with right person wrong final answer that took a while sorry down to you Shay (laughs) two death trope and one right person wrong time I am so stressed um (laughs) I think I think I'm gonna go with right person wrong time (laughs) yeah yeah I'm gonna go with right person wrong time because I think the angst is better when the person is out there versus when their memory is like looming because you can like because you know that they're gone you can move on essentially with like your grief with the right person wrong time I don't think you could ever fully move on making it for a much more angsty story so I'm gonna go with right person wrong time is there a chance that the death trope does not make it to the next round? Is that what <gasps> So okay. this time I want to... Oh, I was going to say... No, we have a tie. So who wants to... Uh, Shay it's and Virginia all. and Shay against us. Oh, wait, the A's are in agreement? Against oh my God. <laughs> Everybody mark your calendars. <laughs> who wants to okay. go? Yeah, Shay, and Amal, Shay versus Amal for the death trope. <laughs> Oh no. Oh god. Are we doing rock, paper, scissors, go? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, go. (laughs) Damn it. Rocks. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, go. (laughs) Oh, both Both scissors. scissors. (laughs) Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, go. Oh my (laughs) god. (laughs) 
somebody else needs to go, Virginia. You can go. Okay, we did three no. times, so you guys go. Yeah, you guys okay. go. But I want to see how long you guys can go on. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm scared part. to lose. <laughs> but that's what makes it so much better. Go. Okay, go. Okay. I think it's because her internet is slower, so she saw mine before I yeah, that's all that's No, I just I changed to my hotspot. So <laughs> I'm for our listeners, whatever Google Doc and someone put death <laughs> trope <laughs> one before we even it was me before we even got there. <laughs> I'm on oh new. I manifested. <laughs> All right. So now we're at round two. Okay. Um. So. Ah. Okay. I'm trying to see if there's a better way to combine these for maximum maximum uh, arguing, but I guess let fate decide. So brother's best friend or marriage or marriage of com- marriage of convenience for me. Marriage of convenience for me. <laughs> me too. Brothers, this one did not stand a chance. The angst. I'm like, how about the... marriage of convenience with your brother's best, best friend? <laughs> can we just can we combine them? I just want to say Virginia took way too long of a gap between marriage of convenience with your brother. Because I was gonna say enemy. <laughs> I was gonna say enemy, but that's not a trope. I thought you were gonna go with brother, and I was like, no, we're no, no. here. <laughs> that's not. What, I was gonna say enemy. Marriage, I'll go with marriage of convenience, marriage in crisis, or fake dating. Marriage in crisis. Yeah. Oh, wait, what? I said fake. Oh, I thought Shay said that. I was like, no. <laughs> um, marriage in crisis. Yeah, we're, I'm going marriage in crisis. So Virginia is the only one that doesn't want constant hurt, apparently. No, I do not want constant hurt. Sometimes I need to bluff. Oh, no. I'm saying the way it's lining up for the top three marriage of convenience or marriage in crisis. <laughs> Anyways, um, then hidden baby or death trope. Mm. Death trope. Death trope. Death okay, death troll. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That w- I like how this round took us like two minutes and the last <laughs> one took us like 50. Okay. Then our top three, marriage of convenience, marriage in crisis, and death trope. What did I say? We're some sad bitches. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like the three most angsty <laughs> tropes. I don't know what the best way to do this is. I was going to suggest we just... We- narrow it down right off the bat well i think we can have the two the marriage in crisis and marriage of convenience go against each other yeah they're somewhat ish similar kind of or why don't we each say what we want okay or how would you rate them so like one two three how would you rate them okay one being okay oh rank them okay yeah i'll go for or you go first um for me personally it's marriage in crisis death trope marriage of convenience I think for me, it's marriage in crisis is one, death, marriage of convenience is two, and death trope is Mine would probably be death trope, marriage in crisis. I think I'll go with third, because I know what is marriage in crisis, mostly because I haven't read <laughs> any, so I don't have anything that kind of like a, a point of reference, so that would be my last one. Um, I think I'll go with the death trope for, for two, just because... My head usually hurts after I read a death trope because I cry so much and I don't like that. Then it's doing its job. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I go with marriage of convenience as because um, I like a slow burn marriage of convenience. So I think I'll go with marriage one, marriage of convenience, two, death trope, and three, um, marriage. 
So to recap, our top. I think that it? knocks out marriage of convenience. Yeah, because y'all put it in three, right? No, I put, it in two. I put it. Yeah, but I put it was it in, in three place. It was in third place for two. Wait, let's see if we have. Wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> yes, I was gonna say um our to sum it up. Shay's number one was Death Trope. Amal's number one was American Crisis. My number one was American Crisis. And Virginia's number one was American Right? Yes. Because mm-hmm. if we assign them points, it would be... Wait, yeah, let's write... assign Where them points. Pen? Pen? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to... Wait, I'm going to use my cell phone instead. So if we assign them points, okay? Like being like, if they're one, they get three points. Two, two, three, one. Um, mm-hmm. Marriage of... Marriage, like Death wow. Trope would... Deathrobe would have three, four, three, those. It would be three, cuatro, seis, nine points. Last for me. Oh, last for you. So eight points. Yeah. For Deathrobe? For Deathrobe. Uh-huh. Because Shay gave it a three. Yeah. You gave it a two. I gave it a one. And uh, Virginia gave it a two. Okay. So for Marriage of Convenience, I gave it like first place. So that would be three points. You gave it second place, uh, Alondra. So yeah. three, go seven points. And marriage in crisis, you both put Alondra and yeah. I'll put it in one, so that would be six, seven, eight, nine. nine. So, death trope and marriage in crisis are like tied, yeah. Are they tied? Uh, they're okay, separated can... by one point, oh, yeah. No, marriage death in crisis trope was eight, and marriage yeah. in crisis was nine. That's true. I say we argue about it a little though. Would you, would you, all right? So I, think, <laughs> I think marriage of convenience is just knocked out. Um, we didn't. Yeah. It only ranked first for Virginia. Sorry, Virginia. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, that is not the majority. <laughs> so I think that's knocked out. So we have marriage in crisis or death trope. I'm pers- I love death trope, but I can't do it that often. I have a weak little heart. <laughs> yes. I need the happy been, ending. I've been the- searching for another death trope because the You're last one I read Ill. was um, Under the Sycamore Tree. And... I haven't been able to find another one. I I have one downloaded because I found it on the list. Um, that oh, I actually, other... yeah, you I found, found another one. I forgot to tell you. Hold on, let me see. But it was on a list, so I don't know how accurate it is. Yeah, so the one that but I, I had, made, I started making a Kindle list. list of death trope books so that I could have something to reference. <laughs> yeah, because um, this one that I found is called "From the Mountains to the Sea" or something like that, and that was on the same list that. A Thousand Boy Kisses, Under the Sycamore Tree, Underneath Tree, and um, All In and Full Tilt are all on that same list. So like, it has to have some sort of death in it. But I've been searching for the next death trope. And because so, it's something that I look for, I think I would choose death trope as number one. So the list that I have was Full Tilt, and then I added All In, just part of the duology. Mm-hmm. Then there's You've Reached Sam, Thousand Boy Kisses under the sycamore tree and there's other besides the mountain one um there's three others that i found on a list i don't know if they're actually death trope because i haven't read them yet one is called full flight by ashley schumacher one is called time stamps by kl krieg and then the other one is unlit star by lindy's art so i'm gonna read those hopefully they're death trope um and i think that gives (laughs) i'm hoping for death trope that that one's probably gonna win for me I don't know, between death rope, I, I know I, I put death rope above marriage in crisis mostly because I, like I said, I haven't read any marriage in crisis. So, but I don't know where I was going with this. I, I just started talking. <laughs> so Maybe. what do you think? Death trope or marriage in Well, you haven't, marriage in crisis last week. Yeah. Maybe if you read, you deserve each other. I want to read it. Or I wanna... all your perfects. 
No, or I don't... Lover Loser. Isn't that the American? Oh yeah, I, I actually Christmas have that one. one. Yeah, I, I have I love her loser. I should read that because it's in my uh, <laughs> I have I have TBRs of my TB like priority TBR and it's not my fault, okay? That <laughs> oh, like God. I have too many books. It one thousand percent is your fault. You bought the books. <laughs> You say it like people, like, I mean, people do send you books, but you buy far more for yourself. Yeah. It's, I have impulse that are not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> like, my car goes on its own to the bookstore. So, really, it's not uh-huh. my fault. Uh huh. Right. You have a Tesla? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish my car would actually drive on its own. So, then wait, I- is that, does that mean it's tied though to you and Alondra for? Marriage in Crisis, all for death trip. Oh no. Rock, paper, scissors. We can't leave it to chance. I can't do this again. All right. No, but whoever goes against the mall loses because she has shitty Wi Fi. A mall can see the future. I'm just better at this game. (laughs) I don't think you can. Uh, Virginia has. Hey, play with Shay. Shay and uh, and Virginia. Yes. Oh, God. What am I playing for? Your marriage in crisis. Whatever trope is going to win. Oh, God, I'm scared. <laughs> no, I don't want to lose. <laughs> I want Deathstroke to win. Okay. We can do a, to- a coin flip. Yeah, somebody pull up a coin flip app. Okay, let me okay, pull up a okay. coin. Give me one sec. Oh, she's going to flip a real coin. coin. Oh, I can- oh, yeah, I can pull up a real school. coin. I don't trust you. We're- I'm preparing to flip the coin on... Flip okay, what are-, what are we doing as heads? Let me record this and none of you bitches say I cheated. <laughs> Do head uh, as a death trope because wait, can I share my screen? Yeah, you can. I think. Yeah. Uh, I do not have permission, Virginia. Okay, wait, I can allow you. Okay, now you can share your screen. Okay. Let me hide all my other browsers so you guys can't see them. <laughs> Why do you need to hide them? I'm kidding. <laughs> okay, can you guys see that? Yep. Oh yeah. All right. How do I how do I see that? Okay, so head is death trope. Marriage and Crisis is Tales. That makes sense. You cut off someone's head when you kill them. <laughs> <laughs> so heads is death trope. I'm scared. I think we should do both two out of three. Two out of three for okay. this one. No, 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 no. Yes. Yes. No. Yes. No. Okay. Oh, no. yes. Yes, we should. Yes, we should. <laughs> <laughs> so it landed on yes, Tales. You said, you said best out of three. You said best out of three. Okay, best out of three. In. Okay, the first one was Tales. The second <gasps> oh, one was Oh, no. <laughs> the third one is... <laughs> Yes! yes! <laughs> it's heads. And the fourth one is no. <laughs> Tails, and we're two to two. God. Um, yeah. Heads wins yes. again. That's trope wins. Yes. And this is a lesson on how sometimes when someone wins, it doesn't mean it's the best option. Um, <laughs> do you guys have any last thoughts before we close up today's episode? Well, Amal and Shane are they're con- no i have it propagando what's that in preparing no that they're contaminating us with their death <laughs> no. oh. <laughs> you make it sound so bad when you say contaminating because i couldn't re- I, I couldn't remember the the word in another word sorry that you're uh, persuading yes they're that sounds better no <laughs> <laughs> All right, friends, that's all for today's podcast. Thank you again for tuning in. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at The Nomba Club and listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, or really anywhere you can listen to podcasts. New episodes come out every Tuesday. Bye for now. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay sad. 
And above all else, stay big sheep. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Guys. That was fun.